Good evening, everyone. Good evening, sir. I'd like you to turn in your Bibles to Exodus chapter 2. Exodus 2. I'm going to give you the same introductory comments that I did before because it's the same topic. Out of the entire Old Testament, there were four female prophets named and The four women were chosen by God during different periods of Israel's history. And the four spiritual women were led by God to step into the breach and Israel honored them. And so Huldah, we've already discussed. So today we're going to look at Miriam. Miriam is much more familiar to all of us. She was the sister of Moses and Aaron and the daughter of Jochebed. And Amram, interesting, Miriam's mother, Jochebed, married Amram, who was her nephew, making both Amram's aunt and his wife. Makes the family doubly related. Here's Exodus 6.20 that explains that. Now, Amram took for himself Jochebed, his father's sister, as wife. And she bore him, Aaron and Moses, and the years of the life of Amram were 137. So this made the family double related. So Miriam was both her father's daughter and her cousin simultaneously. You understand the relations? Now, where in the Bible did it say that Miriam prophesied? Why is she called a prophetess? So I scoured the Bible. From one end to the other. And interesting, uh, she isn't even mentioned in Exodus chapter 2, which we're going to look at here. Here's the first mention of what turns out to be her. Neither her father or mother are mentioned by name. Only Moses is mentioned by name. So Miriam is only obliquely referred to. Let's read this. Chapter 2, Exodus verse 1. And a man of the house of Levi went and took his wife, a daughter of Levi. So the woman conceived and bore a son. And when she saw that he was a beautiful child, she hid him for three months. But when she could no longer hide him, she took an ark of bulrushes for him, daubed it with asphalt and pitch, put the child in it, laid in it in the reeds by the river's bank. And his sister stood afar off to know what would be done to him. His sister, obviously, being Miriam, she's not mentioned. Then the daughter of Pharaoh came down to bathe at the river, and her maidens walked along the riverside. When she saw the ark among the reeds, she sent her maid to get it. And when she opened it, she saw the child, and behold, the baby wept. So she had compassion on him and said, this is one of the Hebrews' children. Then his sister said to Pharaoh's daughter, Shall I go and call a nurse for you from the Hebrew women that she can nurse the child for you? And Pharaoh's daughter said to her, Go. So the maiden went and called the child's mother. Then Pharaoh's daughter said to her, Take this child away and nurse him for me, and I will give you your wages. So the woman took the child and nursed him. The child grew, and she brought him to Pharaoh's daughter, and he became her son. So she called his name Moses, saying, Because I drew him out of the water. All that history does not mention his mom, his dad, his sister, although they're main parts of the story. It only mentions the name of Moses. 
Now, where did Miriam prophesy? Well, it's not there, is it? How did she become known as a prophetess? Now, she had another incident. The next incident in her life was where she had a gross sin against Moses. And that certainly isn't going to be where she's a prophetess. That you find in Numbers chapter 12. So if you'd like to jump over to Numbers 12, verse 1. Then Miriam and Aaron spoke against Moses because of the Ethiopian woman whom he had married, for he had married an Ethiopian woman. So they said, has the Lord indeed spoken only through Moses? Has he not spoken through us also? And the Lord heard it. Well, that right there lets you know that they did prophesy. The Lord did speak through Aaron and through Miriam, but we don't know what she, what he said. We don't, there's no recording of any time where Miriam prophesied. Verse two, the Lord heard it. Now the man Moses was very humble, more than all the men who were on the face of the earth. And suddenly the Lord said to Moses, Aaron and Miriam, come out, you three, to the tabernacle of meeting. So the three came out. Then the Lord came down in the pillar of cloud and stood in the door of the tabernacle and called Aaron and Miriam, and they both went forward. And he said, hear now my words. If there is a prophet among you, I, the Lord myself, make known to him in a vision. I speak to him in a dream. Not so with my servant Moses. He is faithful in all my house. I speak with him face to face, even plainly and not in dark sayings. And he sees the form of the Lord. Why then were you not afraid to speak against my servant Moses? So the anger of the Lord was aroused against them and he departed. When the cloud departed from above the tabernacle, suddenly Miriam became leprous as white as snow. Then Aaron turned toward Miriam, and there she was, a leper. So Aaron said to Moses, Oh, my Lord, please do not lay this sin on us, in which we have done foolishly, and in which we have sinned. Please do not let her be as one dead, whose flesh is half consumed when he comes out of his mother's womb. So Moses cried out to the Lord, saying, Please heal her, O God. Let's stop there for a moment. Because you might say, Why in the world? Wasn't Aaron whacked as well? Why didn't he get leprosy? They had the same sin. The Lord called them both out for the identical problem, the identical sin. Why didn't Aaron get leprosy? Well, scripture doesn't say, but I think we can figure it out. Aaron was the high priest. You can't have the high priest with leprosy. In fact, as you recall, anytime somebody in the children of Israel got leprosy, they had to go to the priests to prove that they were no longer leprous. So I do think that God in his mercy and grace did not judge Aaron with leprosy because of the holiness that he was already connected with as a high priest. And that's the reason his sister, Miriam, got it and he didn't, I believe. So verse 13, so Moses cried out to the Lord saying, Please heal her, O God, I pray. Then the Lord said to Moses, If her father had but spit in her face, would she not be shamed seven days? Let her be shut out of the camp seven days, and afterwards she may be received again. So Miriam was shut out of the camp seven days, 
and the people did not journey till Miriam was brought in again. Now, our next mention of Miriam is going to be Numbers chapter 20 and verse 1, which says this. Then the children of Israel, the whole congregation, came into the wilderness of Zen in the first month, and the people stayed in Kadesh, and Miriam died there and was buried there. So now we have the whole history of Miriam in the Old Testament. You just heard it. That's all the mentions of Miriam in the Old Testament. <clears throat> Finally, again, in Numbers chapter 26, verse 59, the name of Amram's wife, Jochebed, the daughter of Levi, who was born to Levi in Egypt. And to Amram, she bore Aaron and Moses and their sister Miriam. So that's the final mention of that family, which was a very remarkable family. I think Jochebed had to be a very remarkable woman to give birth to three stellar children who together led Israel, Moses, Aaron, the first high priest, Miriam. But where did Miriam prophesy? How was she known as a prophet? I think it could be in her action of praise to the Lord when she was leading out the women to sing and dance before for the Lord and in unwritten words of prophecy, which she referred to in her attack on Moses, but which are not recorded in scripture. And <clears throat> this is what I'm referring to in Exodus chapter 15. Exodus 15, verse 20. Then Miriam, the prophetess, the sister of Aaron, as you see right there is where we're identifying her as one of the four women prophetesses of the Old Testament. Then Miriam, the prophetess, the sister of Aaron, took the timbrel in her hand, and all the women went out with her with timbrels and with dances. And Miriam answered them, Sing to the Lord, for he has triumphed gloriously. The horse and its rider he has thrown into the sea. So her act of worship, her act of identifying the Lord God in this manner might count. But otherwise, we have no other episode in the entire Old Testament where Miriam prophesied. However, going back to that other scripture that I read you earlier, where it said that Aaron and her did prophets, are we not also prophesying for the Lord, just like Moses? Aren't we as good as Moses? Well, the answer was no. <laughs> in the aspect that the Lord had in mind, no. And they certainly couldn't circumvent Moses' work, and he was meek. And didn't stand up to himself and say, hey, you two yahoos, what are you doing? And the Lord did that and said, you're getting out of line. And here's what the judgment that's going to take place. It took place right then on Miriam. But as far as being a prophetess, we have no other record than what I've read you. So I just thought that was interesting that uh, one of the women prophetesses of Israel identified in the Old Testament as such. We don't have any record of her actually doing it. So we're going to take up the next prophetess next time. As you can see, I'm going through, we got two more to go. Hopefully we'll have a little bit more. Well, I know we will on Deborah. Good evening.